Moral HaKohanim B'nei Aharon Begins the Parsha of Shavuah Remarkably The same expression Of Kohanim Is utilized by the Torah Kedosha With respect to the entirety of Klai Yisrael Atem Tiyuli Amleches Kohanim V'goy Kodosh And the question becomes Well which is it? Are only the Kohanim B'nei Aharon the Kohanim? Or each and every one of us, part of Klai Yisrael, the Mamlechas Kohanim, the Goy Kodosh. Seems to be a contradiction. This question is raised by the classical commentaries on the, on the Chomish. Again, there are two parshas. One is parshas Emor, which is this week's parsha, and one is parshas Yisrael, where the previous Pasuk is mentioned in the introduction to Kabbalah Satoru, Mamlechas Kohanim, Bigoy Kadosh. So the answer which is given by the classical of Foshim is as follows. That yes, in the Beis HaMikdash, it's only the Kohanim that can serve. However, Elu Zochu, if Klai Yisrael would have been Zochet, each and every one of us, you and me, all of us, would have been not only Kohanim, but even Kohanim Gedolim. Iluzach. How did we blow it? We blew it with the Cheto Ego. Till then, we'd all be Kohanim. The Cheto Ego ruined it. So I Sabalaturim, but it's not only one of such a thing. The Sparno, coming a little bit later, it's exactly the same thing, almost word for word. He said like this, the Kohanim, as it says in the Pasuk, the Yisra and Lisgula, the previous Pasuk, the Yisra and Lisgula Mikol Amim, Batem Tiyolim Amlechas Kohanim, explains this Farnam as follows, every human being is precious. Kol Amina Anoshi Yokeretzli. Despite that fact, Li Kol Every person, the whole world is mine. But Yom Hamlechas Kohanim, you'll be a schooler. Lahaven or lahoras, lachol amina anushi, likro kula b'shem Hashem. Wow. Sadly, it was not to be because of the chayta ego. Goy kadosh will be true. The asid lavo, asid lavo, it will be that way. It would have been right away then. Then matan Torah would have given him everything. Lule eshchisu dagam ve'egel. Sadly, so the Balaturim and the Sfarna both say the same exact thing. We could have all been Kohanim. We should have all been Kohanim, but because we blew it, basically, Klayis or blew it, the Chet Egel, we're no longer all considered to be Kohanim. And therefore, the Sfarna adds, sadly, this is something which we'll read in a couple of weeks. Sfarna says it in many places, but we'll focus on one of them. So you'll be a little bit ahead of the game in Pashas Bukhukosai. But we read as follows. Yisalachti b'sochachem. I will walk amongst you. What does it mean? What do the words mean? B'sochachem. Explains this farnam. Hamesalach ona v'ona. What does that mean? I'm not going to have my shechina restricted to one place. A mikdash, a mishkan? No! 
No. No. I'll be everywhere. 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 As it says in Rashi's Yisro again at the end. Bechol HaMokom. Anywhere you let my presence in, I will be there and I'll give you a bracha. Everybody can make a, a, a backyard bummer in his own backyard. And we can back up a carbon. That's how it was. That's how it should have been. And according to the Sfona, that's how it will be. The Sfona says in many places, the whole existence of the Mishkan was only necessitated by the Chet Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. That's why it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dispute among the Mishkan. So you'll say, okay, but too bad. We blew the Chet. He adds, that's how it was supposed to be for Briyas Olam. If not for other Mishkan's Chet, and not for the Chet Egel. But so what? It all happened already. And most of us in this room are not Kohanim. And even if you are a Kohan, you can no longer serve in the base of English. So forget it. You can't have any Ashras Ashkina. Listen to the words. There's a chance. Each and everyone who has a chance. Ki Omnam, Bechomokam, Sheyusham, Tzadikei Hador. This is the place, Shatishlam, Kavanaso. This is the place where the Shkina can dwell. It can dwell in each and every member of Klai Yisrael if he's a tzaddik. You don't have to be a Kohen to become a tzaddik. Even if, it's an even playing field today. Doesn't matter if you're a Kohen. Can't serve at the base of Mikdash. Shechina can dwell anywhere in the world to a some extent, even Bisman Azer, not in a backyard bummer, but inside to someone who's a tzaddik. It's all found in Svarno. Chavav Yud Beis and Pashas B'chukos and Yisalach to B'soch. A tzaddik, a prophet tzaddik, is someone who impacts upon others. I have to share with you two psukim in the Pashas Shavuot, just two. Describing the Kohanim. Ves Ami Yoru Ben Kodesh Lechol Uven Tomer Letor Yodiyu that's the first person. If you are with him, you have to do the mishpat, the mishpatayish betu, first Torah sibes with Osai, the Homo Adayish Moru, the Shabsosa Yekadesh. Tupsukim, the role of the Kohanim. Of course, we know the Kohanim would take it literally in the old days, but today, who are the Kohanim? The Kohanim are the Rabbonim, the Chachmei Torah. These two psukim were elaborated upon by my Rebbe of Soloveitchus and Chuan Levracha in the celebrated Chag HaSmichat Russia in Yiddish back in the 1950s. We was exhorting his Talmidim, the Mesmachim of our yeshiva, to go out and do great things. Great things. And he was, he did not mince any words. Those who get their hands on it will understand it. Maybe they have, these days they have subtitles. It's worth, it's worth hearing or reading. Explain to his Talmudim, we're going to the Rabbanus of the 1950s. You understand the 1950s, it wasn't the same as now. Much of the Rabbanus was very weak. The Balabatim were, many of them were ignorant. It was before, I talked about a long time ago, so about almost 70 years ago. There were not that many people who had yeshiva educations. There were not many people who understood and appreciated what the Talmud Chacham even was. And therefore, as my Rebbe said, the rabbi was often reduced to cheap ceremonialism. But my Rebbe has a dirty word. Oh, you got to get him onto this. 
all kinds of ceremonies. You know, the rabbi would have to do this, do that. Some of them were copying conservative rabbis, some competing with conservative rabbis. The whole world was a whole different landscape. And he's telling his Talmudim, we're just getting a smicha, that they have to change the world. Not with ceremonialism, but with true, honest, learning Torah. And he kept focusing on these two psukim for a long time. As Ami Yorabe Kodesh Lechol, you got to pass in Shilas, you have to know what you're doing to be able to decide questions of, of law. But in those days, there weren't that many who were interested in questions of law. They weren't so learned, they weren't even so observant. You had to be an Orthodox rabbi, it was not so easy then. It's been so, I said, almost 70 years. Now, thank God, the Orthodox rabbinate has matured, corresponding to the Orthodox community. Hazal tell us that paris lefihador, that a leader has to be equipped with whatever the generation needs, it has to be trained to be able to influence the generation to the greatest extent possible. We talk about tzaddikim, where the shechina resides. So you know, uh, Hazal was somewhat critical of Noah ish tzaddik because he was a tzaddik in pelts. He used to say in Yiddish. I mean, he was in his own uh, winter coat and he kept it to himself. He wasn't able to reach. I'm not sure wasn't ready or willing or able to reach the masses. So the whole, it's called Kimei Noach, as if it's clearly his fault that the, 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 the Mabel, he wasn't, he wasn't a sinner, but sort of blamed a little bit on him if he could have done more to influence the society around him. And that's what a real tzaddik is, where the Shekhinah dwells. And I believe that each and every person in this room can be such a tzaddik. In one of two ways. One, an individual who is not necessarily the active rabbinate. No. He's a person who is out in the world, earning a livelihood. He's able to do what the Torah calls in this week's parsha, Kiddush Hashem. Kiddush Hashem is something which each and every person can do. The Gemara tells us in the Masech the Yuma, that a person who speaks politely and deals honestly, people say about him, oh, ma brios almost, like brios means everybody. Brios means creatures means Jews and non-Jews alike. And they say, wow, how proud are his parents who raised him and his rebellion who trained him. And I'll add his yeshiva in which he learned. Each and every person here can make an absolute Kiddush Hashem. And that's true in a certain way following the Kohanim. What Kohanim? Look at the Marami Prague. He explains what the word Kahuna means. He's found in his parish and Next week, Pirkei Yovos, the three Kesorok, Kesa Kahuna. He links the Kesa Kahuna with the Guf, and the Kesa Torah with the Seichel, and the Kesa Malchus with the, with the Neshama, the Nefesh, and the Cheshman. And he explains, remarkably, that Kohen is in the Gematria 75. What's 75? That's the Maral, you know, this is, this is famous Maral. Seven represents nature. Eight represents supernatural. You find that in Sefer and Hanukkah and and Purim, it's always all over the place. Well, guess what? 75 is, is the midpoint. The midpoint! The midpoint means that's where Ruchnius and Gashmius meet. That's what the Kohen represents. The Kohen takes meat, and what does he do with it? He, he offers it on a, on a, on a He eats it. Eats it. For us, eating is. Uh, and you know what? Although it's possible, it's found with respect to the Kohan and Sefer Shmos, it's found with respect to every single Yisrael in Pasha Sra'e, the Master Shani. You bring it to Yushalayim, 
You see the glory, the beauty, the beauty of the Avodas HaMikdash, and to see the Tamirich HaChav the Sanhedrin, how the learning Torah has such inspiration. But every single person can do this. He's a farmer somewhere in northern Israel, comes to Yerushalayim, he's inspired. And he lives his life, everything he does in life is the Shem Shemaim, as the Rambam says in Nuchus Deus. Whatever you do, it says in the Ramash Beferish, the Rambam says your, your business life, your Masamatan, your married life, even when you go to sleep, and I recommend that Tamish should go to sleep. You know, some people they think they can't get away with no sleep. You sleep in order to be stronger to serve Hashem. Even the sleep is considered the Shem Shemayim, as included in the Mishnah, this is in the Rambam. However, a special place is reserved for individuals who are willing, again, ready, willing, and able to go into Avodah HaKodesh. You know, Avodah HaKodesh includes many different opportunities. Chinuch and Rabbonus, the primary ones among them. Now Yeshiva Baruch Hashem has a very good record of producing wonderful Mechanchim, wonderful Rabbonim. But we need more. We need more. We need more talented, qualified individuals to step into the shoes, big shoes, and Parnas of Every generation has its own challenges, its own type of leadership necessary. And I believe that in this space marriage, aside from all the people that we have Shem Shemayim, as the Marami Prak said, their business life and their married life and their, and their sleep, everything is a Shem Shemayim, which I imagine will be the majority of people in our yeshiva. But I'm here to speak not only to those, but individuals who are considering, well, maybe I really should go into Avodah HaKodesh, but after all, it can be so frustrating. Who said I'll be able to make a living? Who said I'll be successful? People sometimes are down on themselves. And I'm here to say, no. You can do it. You can do it. If you, I'm speaking to people who have the intellectual ability to do it, who have the spiritual stamina to be able to take certain disappointments within Avodah HaKodesh, at the end of the day, speaking from personal experience, with all that goes on, and it's not always so pleasant, there's nothing more satisfying than knowing that you helped another Jew. And every single person in these fields has so much influence that even the person himself cannot imagine. Again, speaking from experience, people come to me, the Mashiach 40 years ago, 40 years ago, that's a long time to forget. They still remember what I said in this parsha, and some of even the Gemara, what I said, and, and, and they and lived their whole lives that way. You know, I keep contact with many Talmudim, but too many of them to keep contact with all of them. You'd be surprised. A person would be teaching in a classroom, any classroom, any, any, any grade level, any grade level, doesn't matter. You cannot ever imagine how much influence you can have, whether it be in, in third grade, or third year of high school, or third year base medrash, it, it doesn't matter. You can have tremendous influence. Of course, a person should attempt to, if he's going to Chinuch, to find something that is appropriate for his own skill set. But at any level, you have a tremendous influence. My Rebbe would call himself a Malavid. 
So if you call malabit, it's a derogatory term. The Kodesh Baruch is a malabit. Hamalabit Torah Yisrael. That's what he always described himself. He was the biggest, biggest malabit of our generation. He said brilliant shirim, had so many tamidim, and his influence continues to this day. To this day. And beyond. Well, not like that. We understand our limitations. after have to be Makos But even with the limitations, just your, your example. The people watching you learn, watching you daven, watching you serve our Hashem, watching you teach with, with passion, with excitement, with feeling. You can't just walk in there like a jog. That, that, that won't work, of course. And you shouldn't go into the field if that's your attitude. But if you're coming with, with passion and inspiration and the desire to help others, to teach others, to do exactly what what the, what the Navi describes in the, in, in, in the Haftorah of the Kohanim of old, you will succeed. My Rebbe would say, you have to teach Torah, don't get involved in the ceremonialism. Stay far away from that was in style those days. This, I don't, I'm not sure what is in style anymore. You have to, Hey, Miyamdu Lemishba, the Rav said in his family tradition, you stand up to protect those who are vulnerable. As his grandfather and great-grandfather did famously. They stood up for the poor people against all the influential rich people and they paid the price. The Beis Halevi's famous stories what happened. And Reb Chaim also had these issues. They protected the vulnerable. That's the job of a rabbi and a shul primarily. But even in the school, also there are vulnerable children coming from difficult homes. And it's your responsibility to try to help them out. But especially if you are a rabbi, my rabbi influence. I should say, emphasize, and not sheer. When the Yontif comes, you should be packed with Torah, packed with Shiurim, be overflowing. And they quote that the Hashba comes to the word Shefa. Shefa means you fill yourself up to the top, you start to overflow. That's where you have influence. Same, same kind of Influence in the word flow. It overflows. But your Baruch Hashem, your Torah knowledge and your, your inspiration that you see from your Rabbeim and Svarim, it overflows. That's how it has influence. My Rebbe cautioned, if you're going to be an Amoritz, you'll quote, graduate from Smicha and stop learning, you'll stagnate, you won't, have, you won't have any influence. You can't fool the people. They know if you're quote-unquote holding, if you're still continuing to, to, to steig, as we say, to go higher and higher and leave it at Torah, and although in the 50s it was very difficult to find people who would try to copy you, now, 70 years later, it's not so hard. People are interested in following the example of, of, of role models. Every single Shabbos, you should come in and say, that's fluff. Don't talk about the, the current events with the editors of the, of the New York Times. That, that they can learn without you. You come and quote them a Rashi, and quote them a Medrash, and quote them a Gemara, and quote them a Divrei Torah, Divrei Musa. That's the job. Yes, and teach them halachas, which they some of us don't want to hear, but you have to know exactly what's nishma, what's not nishma. This is a challenge for every rav in any shul, even in a school, it's somewhat of a challenge. But you can do it. I'm here to tell you you can do it. I was asked specifically to come tonight, because tomorrow there is, I'm told, a meeting. You can read about it when you go walk out of the base medrash with the individuals involved in what we call our smicha program. Smicha program. That's not for me. That's not for me. I don't want to become a rabbi. I want to have a smicha program. Excuse me. Smicha program means a yeshiva where you learn for three more years. That's what it means. If you never become a rabbi, no, 
I'd like to become a rabbi. You can go in three years and learn Torah and become whatever you want to become. You can be a psychologist and an actuary. I mean, you, know, you know all the fields, that are, computer scientists, whatever you want to be. You have three more years of learning under your belt. Once you graduate, three more years after you finish college, you can be, you'll be married, you'll have children, you'll be in a private. You have no time to learn. Now is your chance. Now is your chance. It's such an important opportunity. Don't pass it up. If you, again, people who are, not, who are not considering it, I'm not, I'm not here to talk to them. I'm to individuals who are, you know, on the fence. And there are many people, eh, try for one year. They don't, they don't like that in the office. They want you to come for three years. I give it, blame it on me at the end. One year. If you leave and say, what'd you do? Blame it on me. Try it, you'll like it. Tamu kitov Hashem. Torah is beautiful, and you're busy when you're in college, you have to, you have to work so hard in your collegiate studies, and you have time to learn, it's a beautiful thing. But you have it at least one year, one year. Who remembers that year back in Eretz Yisrael? It's not that far back in your memory. That was that, what a year. Oh, oh, oh what a year. I used to remember my year in Eretz Yisrael. 55 years ago. I still remember it. No, no college, no, no interruptions. In those days, no phones, no, 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 that you can't say about it anymore. But a year of pure learning, it's the highest level. The rest of your life, you'll think back about it. I wish you all bracha, vatzlacha. Everything that you do should be kiddush and shemai. Thank you.